0: Layoffs are an unfortunate reality in today's market, and impacted workers can spend days, weeks, or even months looking for a new role. After submitting hundreds of resumes into the void, maybe it's time to try something new. This is The Layoff Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the second episode of the layoff podcast a podcast dedicated to bridging the gap between job seekers recruiters and companies we share stories from job seekers that are affected by layoffs i wanted to kind of start off and just say uh there's a lot of news out there and so we've been seeing a lot of trends on linkedin uh one thing that i wanted to talk about is just the uh slowing down of layoffs that we've been hearing about so good news there. Although right now, according to Forbes, go so to the layoff tracker, um, there seems to be um, quite a few thousands of jobs that are now eliminated. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, but of course, as I said and mentioned, our focus today is on our job seeker, M. Noah. And so I would love for her to introduce herself. Uh, very excited to have you today, M. It's great to be here, Marissa. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, short introduction.
1: Um, I always like to start with I'm a late bloomer. I was a stay at home mom, and I was a grant writer and doing things from home. I have eight fantastic children, um, and then I, my, you know, got my first job in HR, basically working from home. I was with that company for 12 years. I've been in HR for 16 years total. Um, I, you know, I love HR. I love what I do. Um, And so, you know, through my career, I guess I went from that job after 12 and a half years, spent some time with Amazon, super huge company, different responsibilities um, for almost four years, um, and then transitioned to another company, which has, you know, led me to where I am today and, and the reason for our chat
0: yeah well it sounds like you have such a decorated uh obviously resume i mean I've, I've gotten to see it and i i obviously looked and we're connected on linkedin now so i'm really excited to keep you in my connections and i thought it was really interesting especially since you do come from like the human resource side uh, of things you've gotten to see kind of the the evolution of hr uh, if you will um, in all your 16 year span Um, I'm sorry that it's unfortunately at this time that you're facing layoffs. I think it's kind of sadly become the norm now. Um, I guess, how has that layoff affected you in any way, mentally, physically? I I guess, how are you coping right now? I'm
1: coping much better better now than I was a few months ago. So um, initially, like, like I said, I left Amazon after like almost four years and transitioned into another position Um, And that was the position that laid me off within six months. So um, it was really quite devastating. I had experienced um, a very generous increase in salary and um, a hybrid working um, arrangement. So that all fed in, you know, to a better lifestyle. Um, And interestingly, this company was a client of Amazon. It was a digital marketing company. And so the largest layoffs that were occurring at the tail end of last year were the ones Mm -hmm. that affected me and my HR team going into 2023. Um, So it's devastating, especially at the holidays Um, and the end of the year. It's like the worst possible time for everything, I guess. Um, So I think in the beginning, you know, it was like shock and disbelief. I knew it wasn't personal. Um, I was a little put off, though, by the fact that the company did the layoffs based on the last one in, first one out philosophy, which is Uh, sort of antique this day and age. Um, But again, I didn't take it personally. Um, And then I think I kind of went numb. I didn't apply for unemployment right away. Um, I went into sort of this, um, I I hate to say, a disassociated state, right? Like I I honestly thought that maybe, hey, they're going to call tomorrow and say, no, you're not laid off. We actually decided, you know, we need you because of your flexibility and your versatility and things. Um, And the holidays were there. So I wasn't convinced that it would be a good time to even look for a job. Usually that's very bad, although submitting resumes for something starting at the first of the year would be, you know, the better path to take. Um, I just thought everything was going to work out just fine. I've never been laid off. I've never had a problem finding employment. I, you know, continued my education and my my own, um, you know, like on Eventbrite, looking for a new H.R. Philosophies or solutions, especially where you know diversity and equity and inclusion are concerned. Um, and then, you know, come the first of the year and, and there's nothing like not even a response to a resume, more layoffs are occurring and, you know, news of impending layoffs. So, um, I scrambled, I scrambled to apply for unemployment. Um, and then I scrambled to find something else. So, um, I was fortunate. I found a consulting position, but it was a short-term consulting position. So the whole time I was doing that, I was still continuing to look for a job and trying to network. Which was like having two and a half jobs because mm-hmm. nowadays looking for a job is a sixty-hour-a-week proposition, um, with resumes and you know having to update and, and revise and having to interview and having to screen and having to network and all that goes along with it. It's it's pretty exhausting. Um, and it actually there is no work-life balance when you don't have a job because when your yeah. job is finding a job, it's it's debilitating. Um, it's depressing. You start to think, Hey, maybe I don't, I'm not really valuable at all. Maybe I don't know anything. Um, anxiety bills. And, you know, there was no severance package in my case because I wasn't there long enough to have uh. one. Um, and then waiting for unemployment to kick in and, you know, then having to revisit, Hey, I didn't apply and there's seven weeks of back pay that I should have. And then, Oh, I'm not going to get that for months <laughs> anyway. So, How do I keep it all together? How do I pay my kids tuition? How do I keep food on the table? You know, crying, screaming, complaining, you know, and basically begging. I found like I was begging, please, if you know anyone or anything, you know, Um, I also ended up taking a job at Kohl's. And that was another thing I found, you know, taking a job at a lesser title or lesser salary. I think every employer knows you're just there because you need it. And the yeah. minute you want comes along, you're out the door. So they're not really willing to to negotiate that. Yeah, anymore.
0: absolutely.
1: So everything is just, you know, just a, a kick in the side, just one after the other. So
0: um,
1: I, you know, engaged in some virtual therapy because I was really going through some of my own, I, I don't want to say outright depression, but questioning my own validity, my own worth and, you know, low energy, didn't feel like getting up and doing it again. It was yeah. It was, you know, dramatic in in every way. Physically, very low energy. You know, not a lot of pep in the morning. I gotta get up and go. Just gotta before I even got up. <laughs> uh,
0: um, I get it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah.
1: Everything. I, you don't even like. You don't feel oh, Be sure you know self care. Take care of yourself. These things you enjoy, but there's no joy because your mind is ticking. With yes. All this anxiety. So, um, and then of course the you know, how did we get here? Like it's your yeah. fault. You know. Um, you know, should have never left Amazon, should have just yeah. stayed random, stable and safe, although I heard that I would have gotten laid off from Amazon, too.
0: I know, <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate because you just see it, like you said, I mean, you have so much to unpack there, but I want to say first off, like, I think you're a superstar, I mean, a super mom, obviously, I know firsthand, just because I'm also in the same boat, and I'm also a job seeker, uh, it is a full-time job, like you said, trying to find, going through the, the res... Going through the application cycle itself is a lot of work, and then following up. Even it's almost like you know you're a seller, <laughs> you're selling yourself, but you're against everyone else that is also in the same boat. And it's kind of interesting because, like you said, I uh, I myself felt like all of these same emotions that you're describing. But I feel like we all kind of think we're not all feeling that in a way. Because I've I've now that I'm connecting with more people through chatting on whether it's to prepare for the podcast or just my network of friends that also are in the same boat I am. It's like, I used to be embarrassed by it. And now I'm like, it's just so sad because it's, it is the new norm. Unfortunately, there's just so many of people that are going through these, these same things. And then it doesn't feel like there's enough resources uh, for us uh, in, in this boat. I know, like you mentioned, of course, even like when it comes to unemployment, I mean, you're having to you, you have to request every few weeks. I, I, I know that. Um, and if you forget, I mean, they're not going to come and tell you, Oh, you forgot. I'm going to direct deposit that right yeah. into your bank account for you. No, uh, that's not how, you know, fortunately the like, government works or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I just wanted, I first wanted to tell you, like, I think everything that you're saying is so valid and I am blown away because of someone in your stature someone that ended in as a director of human resources, even, you would think that you would have been hired, like you mentioned, right away. And so I think it's kind of scary to know that there are people in your positions and those any type of positions that are also feeling it, even if we're not, you know, I myself hadn't made it that senior of a level yet. So that's, that tells me like, wow, we're really all in, all in, uh, not the best time period right now when it comes to job seeking. I've seen even
1: evps and 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 senior you know Chief Solutions officers be laid off. No one is exempt. No one is exempt from whatever condition we are experiencing right now in in the employment world. It's yeah. Yeah, it's totally non-discriminatory. <laughs> Talk about diversity. No, the- exactly. The- I mean. It's diverse and it includes anybody.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because even just in the short period of time that I've met people like yourself that were open to trying out this experiment that we're doing here, I was like, you know, it, I'm seeing lots of different people, lots of different backgrounds. Uh, I mean, lots of different Uh, uh, like you said, you know, from different backgrounds, ethnicities, races, what have you. And it just seems like one commonality I think is it's just anyone that's like working and feeling that pressure of, of what happened probably I guess maybe the pandemic I mean who knows it's a ripple effect I guess you could say um I know you said you pivoted by doing obviously consulting um is there anything else currently that you're doing or are looking to do right now as you're working towards you know something more permanent
1: so I mean I've gone back to school um to get my MBA because that that I was something I was thinking of doing anyway Um, because I'm now more into compensation and benefits and the financial strategy from a human resources aspect, whereas before I was all about organizational psychology and people. Um, And I'm, you know, volunteering um, to either help people find jobs, help them with their resumes, food pantry with my kids, you know, like trying to use my time effectively, because you never know who you're going to meet and who you might network with in that way also. Um, And I'm, you know taking advantage of, of, you know, different groups. There's, um, um, I forgot what it's called, the Who You Know show. Uh, yeah. it's, it's the it's like a universe unto itself with lots of ideas and, you know, lots of resources and things. Um, so I, I'm just like putting feelers out there. I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. I'm doing podcasts, I'm meeting Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, just putting myself out there and honestly, um, hoping for the best.
0: But- yes. Mm-hmm. Well, my, I, I, I definitely am rooting for you over here. Um, and one thing I was going to ask you, when it comes to your end goal, what is that end goal in mind? And what are you open to? Are you wanting to stay? Are you remote based, hybrid, in office? What does that look like for you while you're searching for these jobs?
1: So my end goal is to find like my my last job. Um, you know, goodness willing, I'll have 30, maybe even 40 years of, of working life left. Um, I've never been the kind of person to see myself as retiring. I mean, I might slow down, but I love what I do and I love to work. So um, I really would, I'm looking at something long-term. I'm not even saying I'm going to retire in 10 or 15 years because of my age. I'd love to just sit and keep going. Um, I'm open to hybrid, remote, in office, out of office, relocation even. I'm not dead set on staying in New York. you know, I, I really just want, I, the best title I ever had was Chief of People and Planet. I love that title. Oh, that's, that's awesome.
0: People Planet? Is that what it was? on Planet. Oh, yes. that is awesome. I love that.
1: I, I thought it was fantastic, but it doesn't, you know, like when they give you a list, it's never there. And I kind <laughs> of close it in on my resume, but I think it encompasses everything I do. I'm always that person who's You know, getting people together to volunteer or to aim for zero carbon or, you know, let's separate the trash, right, and make the world a better place. Um, But also compensation benefits, total rewards. I love to have, you know, these meetings, roundtables with people. What's important to you? Like, what's important to you in New York? What's important to you in California? What's important Mm -hmm. globally? And let's tailor our benefits to uplift everybody and, you know, make where they work to be a place that they're proud of and to brag about. other people right let's let's
0: yeah for all the mental
1: health resources that we can and let's help our differently abled and our neurodivergent populations that's huge and it's ever-changing but let's meet the needs of people and the wants and desires of people as much as we can to keep them working and to to keep them you know feeling their own sense of self-importance and value and worth
0: I love that I love that so much. And it sounds like you're upskilling, even though you're not even, I mean, obviously we're all in, this, like I said, we're in the boat before are looking, but hey, you're upskilling as you go. And so that's, I, to me, that sounds like something that would be important to a company. So companies, if you're out there and you hear this, uh, she's ready and available, <laughs> you know, um, and obviously very flexible. So I think that sends, that sends also a good message. Uh, you know, some people are unfortunately, you know, some people have to be in a certain location or, you know, they're not as flexible. Um, So this is, I think, good for any company or recruiter out there um, hearing this podcast. Um, One thing I also wanted to ask, um, so just curious, because since, again, you come from the world of HR, you've done the recruiting, you've been in talent acquisition, I guess, what are your thoughts? I mean, we obviously know that things have changed a lot. We were just kind of discussing it Prior to our conversation now and the reporting, what are your thoughts about the hiring process now? And uh, in a perfect world, I guess, what would what could we see could be like maybe something that would be helpful down the road so that way job seekers, recruiters, we all aren't facing the same type of burnout that we're currently facing? Um, So having been on
1: both sides of the fence, I can just say that where we are today is um, – Just desensitized and just inhumane and you know there's no human aspect anymore Mm -hmm. Um, you know I love a good resume and I love a good ATS right because people don't have to constantly type the same thing over and over again but ATSs aren't human. They're scanning resumes for keywords. We're all revising and updating our resumes, hopefully, to highlight the things that this job would, you know, the recruiter would look for. And it doesn't work. And we don't know if, if maybe the ATS isn't working that day. Maybe it isn't our resume. Maybe it isn't us. Um, communication is almost impossible. You can message a recruiter yeah. on LinkedIn, even a job will say, message this. Recruiter, yeah. <laughs> and I've done it too. <laughs> and nothing, just crickets, right? So why are you telling me to? To me, it's I don't know that much about LinkedIn, but it seems like they're saying, "Hey, I want people to message me." They're clicking a box in order to put that there, and then you do, and you hear nothing. Um, yeah. Likewise, I've gotten messages on LinkedIn that say, "Hey, we got your application through LinkedIn. We need you to go on our site and do it," and then yes. I do and hey, nothing again. And, it, and it's like, "Hey, can you just confirm that it went through?" And more crickets. So um, the human aspect of this process is is hard. I, I know for, I mean, I know my own experience consulting um, in, in February, March, and April, I was getting tons of applications for even hourly or, or you know, mm-hmm. entry-level salary positions. And it's a lot. It's a lot coming at you. Um, but it's not that hard to, to just take the few seconds to scan a resume and see if your must-haves are in that resume. And if not, then just and even just as bad as it sounds, just the canned Indeed or LinkedIn yes. email saying, unfortunately, we've decided to go in another direction to select someone And else. I
0: appreciate those because at least it's some sort of a communication. Sometimes you're just left wondering.
1: It sure is. And I also wish that, um, that positions weren't ferreted out to third-party recruiters, like 10 or 20 of them having the same position um, mm. because it's the same job description. It looks like there's 348 new jobs available today. But there really isn't. Um, and then it just seems that the recruiters, you know, look, it's tough on recruiters, too, because if people yeah. are getting hired, then recruiters, HR, learning and development, right, get hit really hard. And I get that. Um, but it's it's time consuming. And I think there's very little value of candidate time. Um, very Sorry, very little value being put on candidates time, right, to talk yeah. to people and find out, oh, it's the same job or, you know. You know it's just it's it's disheartening to think that this job sounds great or another recruiter reaches out and then it's just the same job or and then you don't hear anything from anybody ever again it's you know yeah
0: and that's the where the depression kicks in at least for me like you were saying, because you're like is it me am I just not qualified did I think all this time that I have all these qualifications right. and I, I don't have them after all
1: <laughs> you know? that imposter syndrome hits hard and it lingers. It really, really, because the longer you yeah. go without hearing from anybody. I've had days where I'm like, why am I even going to apply? Nobody's going to answer me. You know, I'll get a few canned emails, but nobody's really going to answer me. And that in itself is a horrible attitude. It's so yeah. <laughs> um, But, you know, it, I think we all experience it. and We have to, like, just, like, motivate ourselves or have a chat or a group to just yes. back up and, and let's do it again. You know, you're
0: spearheading something because I think maybe that's something we'll do additionally on this podcast, maybe get us a little network or something, just because I feel like the support system, we need that. I mean, it seems like we're on islands by ourselves, but when I talk to people, I notice like, no, you're really not. I mean, I feel like on LinkedIn, I keep seeing the green banner and and you're like, okay, well, you know that there's a lot of people, but when you're not talking to them constantly or someone else in your shoes... It's, it'll, it feels lonely, at least, at least to me. So,
1: you and know, it seems
0: happy. Like, yeah, so on
1: LinkedIn, like, and the Facebook life, everything's great. And you know, it isn't. You've got a house payment. You've got, yes, to absolutely. You. Know you, in fact, I talked to you last night and you were in tears, but you know, you're happy <laughs> so much and growing. You know, I don't blame people. That's what we want to say. And that's what yeah, we, we want to say
0: be. positive, but sometimes right. reality is also true too. And so, uh, I think you're right in that. I think uh, one of the the cringe terms for me, at least, is I I really hate seeing fun employ fun employment. I <laughs> think people <laughs> say it. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but if you are truly having fun employment, kudos to you, because I, I, it's not like that for everybody. But you know, sometimes it helps, like you said. You know, you see someone in the positive, you know, at least it, for a second, you're like, well, maybe I should get to that point. But you know, sometimes also reality is reality, and so. I hope that also with this podcast, maybe it'll spearhead some movements for more support, more resources, I'm really appreciative of companies that are public about their announcements and are trying to at least give people some sort of resource as they're going out the door. I've seen that kind of become a little bit of a thing recently, and I appreciate seeing posts like that because it gives me hope that there are still companies out there. So hopefully the companies that are listening to our podcast today you know, those are the ones that I think people want to partner with down the road that are really uh, in your corners when even when things are not obviously and, and where we want them to be. So um, right. do you have anything additional that you want to add as we put yourself out there? I know we're going to have obviously your LinkedIn profile in our open to work section. Your episode will go up. I will also be writing a, a short blog about today. Uh, so that will be up as well. Um. Anything else that I guess you think is important to share today?
1: Um, Just as far as like what I'm looking for, I didn't mention that I have a lot of experience with uh, startup going through three rounds of private and series funding. I've worked for Amazon, which is absolutely huge. And then in my consulting and in other employment, I've been right in the middle in those medium sized companies. So um, I believe I can fit in just about anywhere in any type of of, uh, environment. And I'm open to, you know, consulting and contracts. Opportunities as well, um, but ultimately, I would like to find that that final last job.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I I feel you. Longevity is key for me, and and it sounds like for you too. Obviously, I'm a mom as well, uh, so you're a rock star mom to me. Uh, uh, seriously, I'm just very glad we've gotten to connect. But. Um, so we'll have all of M stuff out there for everyone to see as far as where she wants to be. Um, and if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, we do house resumes. If they're available, uh, if you're a recruiter, uh, email us directly at the layoffpod at gmail.com or go onto our website at www.thelayoffpod.com. Um, and tune in next time these episodes will drop every Monday and Thursday. If you're a job seeker, please also uh, look on LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn. We have the website. Um, We have our interest form. And it's, uh, I think, a fairly simple process so far. So we'd love to have you and keep sharing our momentum. Uh, Until next time, thank you for listening to The Layoff Podcast. The Layoff Podcast is hosted by me, Marissa Alonzo Ackerman, with production by Abel Ozuna and editing help from Lauren Lynch. Our music is by J.A.K. The views and opinions expressed in the show are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. You can follow us on LinkedIn at The Layoff Podcast, and you can connect with our guests or apply to be a guest on our website at www.thelayoffpod.com.